Hello and welcome to the Forum Finance podcast. All you need to know about finance right here. Hello everyone, welcome to our monthly podcast. After a scorching summer, financial markets also stale in August despite the astonishing resilience of the US economy and the gradual disinflation trend leading to a wider adoption of the soft landing scenario. Unfortunately, at this juncture, good news is bad news. Indeed, the release of stronger-than-expected economic figures and an hawkish Fed pushed U.S. long-term rates higher, causing return setbacks for risk assets after several favorable months. The U.S. Treasury were mostly weaker, with a bare steepening of the yield curve, as long-term interest rates increased faster than short-term rates, though yields finished the months well off their eyes. In that context, bond markets delivered negative returns with the global aggregate hedged in US dollar down 13 basis points and the global aggregate corporate down 40 basis points. In this risk-off environment, the most affected segment was the emerging market debt with a decline of 1.4% for the art currency sovereign space and minus 2% for the local currency sovereign segment. On the equity front, the US large cap index was down 1.6%, while the equal weight index was down 3.2%, posting their first monthly decline since February. As it is often the case, last month's risk-off environment was felt more keenly by European equities with a decline of 2.5%. Among emerging markets, Chinese equities were hit hard with a decline of almost 9% in US dollar terms. The dollar index gained 1.7%, reversing most of prior two months' losses, and gold fell more than 2%, while oil prices continued their upward trend with the WTI up more than 2.2%. In Europe, the gas prices jumped by 23% due to the fear of LNG supply disruption at plants in Australia, while other commodities posted negative returns. The equity volatility was unchanged at 13.6%, while interest rate volatility came down sharply and is likely to get additional reprieves as we approach the end of the rate Ike cycle. According to the State Street Risk Appetite Index, investors' cash allocation showed the biggest jump over a year, mostly at the expense of investor allocation to equities. As I pointed out, the US economy has proved resilient despite tightening financial conditions. Now, health By the encouraging signs of easing in the job market, the risk of additional Fed rate hikes is limited and current yield should be close to the terminal rate. U.S. real yield are approaching 2%, the highest since 2009, suggesting that financial conditions are indeed more restrictive and should cool down the U.S. economy. Credit spreads are well-behaved and sit at their long-term averages. They could potentially widen if economic activity slowed down 
is more pronounced than currently anticipated. However, we do not expect them to widen massively, and even if they do, falling sovereign yields would partially compensate for the negative impact of spread widening. Having more S&P equal weight, exposure has been painful year-to-date for most investors. However, the combination of cheaper valuation and some reversion to the mean does give us confidence on that theme. We remain positive on Japanese equities due to strong fundamentals, cheap valuations, and loose monetary policy. The September back-to-school period is decisive for the end-of-the-year performance, especially as the month of September has a reputation for being a challenging month for stocks. But the current economic backdrop suggests that this year might be different. Since 1928, the S&P 500 has closed down 52 times in September, more than in any other month, according to Yardini research. Looking at monthly returns over the past 30 years and five years, equities have had the worst performance during September, dipping 34 basis points and 2.89% on average, respectively. While aware of the risk of and challenges ahead, we recognize that the recent market bottoming out of some economic indicators and market trends could provide us with some investment opportunities to increase our equity allocation to a slightly overweight stance and so to the detriment of gold. As the recession narratives appears to be fading, as well as the era of rate hikes is nearing its hand, both would likely be positive development for equities. I look forward to seeing you next month, and in the meantime, I wish you all an excellent end of the month. All the best. See you.